Praise the Lord. After Jesus paid the price for our, our, our sins, um, he told the disciples, you know, don't go anywhere, but wait for the gift of the Holy Spirit. All right? The Bible says that John baptized with water, but in a few days he will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Um, I feel we're in a very different space now, um, that, you know, the Lord is, is, is really, really doing significant things. But I think uh, it's important to just pause and acknowledge the role of the Holy Spirit and welcome the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I am gifted and called and anointed to do certain things. But what I use my gifts and anointment for is to host the Spirit of God to do in each person what the Spirit of God will. Amen. Uh, so, so the goal is that you don't leave here and say, what an amazing pastor, but you say, what an amazing God. All right. So, so I, I believe like, um, you know, the atmosphere is, is it just, it's very, I don't know. I just knew the Lord's up to something uh, since it was just kind of basically declaring my message uh, today. So uh, I was telling Kibron, should I just leave? It's finished already. Um, but it's just a, you know, a confirmation that the Lord is up to, to something. So go with me, please, to John. We're just going to read very few scriptures here. And um, uh, and then we're going to have a, a time of, of prayer uh, today. And uh, I believe somebody's going to live different from the way they came in. John chapter 7, verse number 37. It's Jesus speaking. It says, on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the spirit had not yet been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Mm. Hallelujah. So, so Jesus is the one speaking. And Jesus said, if any man thirst, let him come, yeah, let him come to me and drink. Um, when Jesus said this, let's be clear, he's not talking about uh, um, physical water. But he is using the example of physical water to show a parallel of spiritual thirst. Hmm? When we are thirsty, are you? Could you just stand up and do that again? Are you is thirsty? He gets his drink and then like do something like. Okay, because he was thirsty, he drank, he is no longer thirsty. And Jesus is using that same exact example to point to Another kind of thirst. It says, whoever is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Hallelujah. So there is physical thirst and there is a life thirst, a spiritual thirst. Both of them, if they are not taken care of properly, we will end up in a very difficult, painful place. Amen. And just like we need physical water, we need spiritual water. He said, whoever is thirsty, let him come Unto me and drink. Mm. Uh, if you remember the example uh, of this is in John chapter 4 with the Samaritan woman. When Jesus meets the woman at the well. 
at Jacob's well. And Jesus says to her, give me a drink, starting with, with the, the drink, speaking of a drink. And she says, the well is deep and you are a Jew. How can you ask me for a drink? And he said, if you knew the gift of God and he who is speaking to you, you would ask for living water. Whoever drinks this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks the water that I give will never thirst. So there is water and there is water. And we have to, all of us, make sure that we are operating on two out of two. Not one out of two. Because the same effects, both if you stay far from the water long enough, it will complicate your life. It will even kill you. Amen. And we need, we need the, the spiritual water. So he said, eh? he said, whoever, eh? whoever thirsts, let him come to me and drink spiritual water. Number two, our text, he specifically says, describes that that spiritual water is the Holy Spirit. Hmm? Because he says, eh? whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, uh, rivers of living water will flow from within them. But by, by this he meant the Spirit. Mm. By this he meant... Huh. By this he meant... Whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. So this is natural water. It quenches natural thirst, but spiritual water, by this he meant the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. By this he meant the Spirit. All right? Which was later to be given because at that point Jesus had not, been, not yet been glorified. So, so he was speaking to them, to a future generation who would operate in the, in the atmosphere of a glorified Jesus. So that when the, the Jesus is glorified, the, the Spirit will come. By this, He meant the Spirit. Hallelujah. And now, the most important thing that it says here, what He says is, uh, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. And it says then, whoever believes in me. So I come to, I've already used, I come to KB by coming. Huh? But I don't come to Jesus by coming. I come to Jesus by believing. Yeah. Whoever is thirsty, let him come unto me. Yeah. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, out of his belly or her belly yeah, shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. All right. So, yeah, we're not talking about natural water. We're talking about the spirit. Number two. Eh? That spirit was not given then because it was waiting for the time when Jesus would be glorified. When Jesus is glorified, he will give his spirit. Right? All right. That spirit is received by coming to Jesus, by believing in him. Amen? We receive the spirit by faith. Amen. We don't receive the spirit by, by I don't know, flowers, eh? by cookies. Come on, somebody. Ambasha. We receive the Spirit by faith. We receive the Spirit by faith. Today, I want to minister not to the 99, but to the one. Jesus, the Bible says that the Good Shepherd, He leaves the 99 to minister to the one.
You all are the 99, but there's a one in here. And, and we minister in the Spirit. And it's funny because we have different experiences in the Holy Spirit. And we all drink from one Spirit. All right? So let me just work this a little bit if I can using the, the resource of my own experience. What I understand from Scripture is that there are two ways to engage with the Spirit of God or two ways to experience the Holy Spirit. Number one is when bulldozer Holy Spirit just comes in and takes over. Hmm? And we're ready for that. Okay, we're ready for that. Uh, Acts chapter 2 was such a, 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 an event. No one was saying, let's go get filled with the Holy Spirit. They just said, let's gather and pray. And while they were praying, the Bible says, suddenly. No one knew this was coming. Suddenly there was the sound of a blowing of a mighty rushing wind. Eh? The whole place was filled with that sound. They saw tongues of fire that came to rest on each of them and all of them spoke in other tongues and all of them praised the Lord. People were amazed because those tongues graduated from tongues to languages. Languages that they had never spoken before. And other people heard people speaking who had never taken the class. Who had never taken Duolingo or any of the apps that help you to learn languages. Holy Spirit is a language app. My point is that was not planned for. Suddenly. Apostle Paul was riding on his horse. Suddenly. Mm. Pastor Z was in his bathroom. Mm. Abba was on the soccer field. Ayu was drunk. He doesn't wait for you to prepare yourself. Eh? If God is on assignment, when it's time for the Lord, it's time for the Lord. He just... Suddenly. Alright? So that's one way the Holy Spirit visits people. But there's another way the Holy, Spirit's that the Holy Spirit visits people. Jesus said, whoever is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes. Aha. So there is a bulldozer and then there is believes. They are not quite the same, but they both accomplish the same results. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. By this, Jesus was speaking about the Spirit who was yet to come because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Right? So we receive the Holy Spirit by bulldozer and we receive the Spirit by faith. I'm an expert in both of these because I have experienced both of these. Hmm? Yeah, and it's important to know that we can receive the Spirit in either way. And I think it's important to understand that because some of us, that I'm talking to the one now, some of us maybe feel left out of the Holy Spirit experience, which is so important for our spiritual lives. That Jesus said, don't go anywhere until you receive this gift. Because Jesus knows that without him we can do nothing. In fact, Jesus told the disciples that it would be better that I go. Because when I go, I will send the Spirit. The Spirit is the Spirit of truth. He leads and guides us into all truth. The Spirit is our help. The Spirit gives us insider trading information. Eh? So that when He looks so fine and He's passing you His phone number and everything about you wants to say, yes, you're about to step. And that Holy Spirit insider information comes and says, stop right there. Red light. Hmm? Some of you have such an amazing opportunity. It looks like the world is being thrown at you and something inside you says, you better not touch that. 
He does not come to give us a great service. He comes to give us life. The spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. So this is not a tool to help us have a successful service. The Holy Spirit comes to help us for life. To know if we should go left or if we should go right. If we should say yes or if we should say no. If we should just stay in his presence or if we should leave the prayer closet and go uh, take care of some business. The Bible says without me you can do nothing. So it may, uh, uh, you know, the, the deception is that in our flesh, you can accomplish a lot because God gave you skills and ability. But the truth is, you can, it's very possible to, be a, possible to be successful at the wrong thing. Yeah. So, so the, spirit, the spirit is a, is a wonder. We need the Holy Spirit. So today, the floodgates are open for both bulldozer and faith. Now, I want to help the one. I said I want to help the one because I was the one one day. All right. Can I share my testimony? Okay, I'll share my testimony. When I was young, the man said, come forward for those who want to receive the Holy Spirit. And I got forward on my knees. Someone was praying for me. And we looked at each other. And I said, what do I do? He said, say thank you, Jesus. He said, thank you, Jesus. He said, no, no, no. Stay right there. Stay right there. I said, I already said thank you, Jesus. No, no, no. Stay right there. And say thank you, Jesus, again. And again. And again, so I started to say, thank you, Jesus. 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 Then all of the sudden, hmm, I start shaking. No earthquake. Eh? All of a sudden, my eyes are open, but it's like a curtains fall down and everything goes dark. And I'm shaking. And then I tried to say, thank you, Jesus, again. And it said, da -da 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 -da. And I got gloriously bulldozed by the Holy Spirit that day. I got so blessed. I got so excited. I felt like rivers of living water flowing from my innermost being. I felt like I have to tell somebody. You know how sometimes you feel a bit reserved about sharing your faith? Should I? I didn't care. I tell everybody about Jesus. Tell the dog about Jesus. We were by the lake, find some fish. Jesus was a fisherman. Tell the fish the good news about you. I have to tell somebody. Just like the Samaritan woman. It's funny. I wasn't tell pe telling people about anything but what I experienced because this experience was so powerful. And then I go with some people and they kind of encouraged me to stop making this nonsense because all you had was an emotional experience. You know, you need to be careful of these emotional experiences. Those emotional experiences will take you somewhere far away from the purpose of God. Beware of your emotions. And I said, coup. For those of you who don't understand, coup is an Amharic expression which, which is hard to put into English language. Coup means <laughs> shocked. I said, you know, because come to think about it, that was an emotional experience, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I did have a little bit of nift and, and tears, you know. Hold on a minute. I think I was taken for a ride with my own emotions. I, that's what happened. I got psyched up in my emotions. I got taken on a trip. Watch out for my emotions and everybody else's emotions. So now I became the expert on emotions. And just to test the thing, to make sure if I was really emotional or not, I went to my room, closed the door, and I said, God, just like you did that time, eh, hit me and zap me like you did that time. Here, I'm ready. And I tried to help the Lord. Shake, shake. Remember? 
curtain, nothing. And I said unto myself, emotions. I was taken for a trip. That was not the Holy Spirit. That was my emotions. And for about five years, I developed this psychologically, theologically sound uh, uh, definition of the emotional dangers of emotional experience in the things of God. Hallelujah. And I was good. And when I went come to a church service like this, and I say people saying, yeah, I said, uh-huh, you see that? Emotion. Hmm? I became the authority on emotion. Emotion. Hmm, the devil's in the emotions. Have you heard that before? I did. I made it up. Hmm? Uh, and I was uh, pretty much in this line of thought. All, all the time, by the way, I'm good with God. I like God. Hmm? I understand salvation. I'm going to heaven. All right? But I have this thing on emotion. Watch out for emotion. There is the Holy Spirit experience that comes by faith. Whoever believes in me. Uh -huh. It doesn't say whoever is touched by me. And I think there's a lot of people who have not experienced the Holy Spirit because they are waiting for the bulldozer. When scripture says that we receive the Holy Spirit by believing in him. Galatians says, did you, you foolish Galatians, did you receive the Spirit by obeying the law or observing the law or by believing what you heard? There's no, you've received by believing what you heard. Eh? These signs shall accompany those that believe. That believe. That believe. Not that wait for bulldozer. Don't believe. So believing plays a key part. In fact, because the spirit is in the realm of the unseen, we cannot comprehend him with any of our senses. We need the other element of faith. To leave this world and step into the things of the Spirit. So that we step in faith. But then streams of living water will start to flow out of us. And I'm just here for the one today who has put the things of the Spirit on the shelf. Because you have not experienced the way other people speak. And we get this all the time when we pray for people. There's someone who is touched over here. And the person is not touched over here. So he's looking. And he's waiting for whatever they're getting. I'll have two of those. But... That's bulldozer and yours is faith, right? Did you receive the spirit eh? by observing the law or by believing what you heard? Hallelujah. So everything in the spirit is an act of faith. Everything in this, we step into the realm of the spirit with faith. We need the spirit like we need the water. All right. Can we say amen? amen. So today, uh, today, church. Today, the bar is open. When I said the bar is open, what I'm referring to, eh? what I'm referring to is that the Bible says, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because being drunk with wine and being filled with the Spirit has similar properties. Hmm? Uh, the Bible, in fact, on the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that they saw them and they said, these men are drunk. And Peter said, it's not drunkenness. You don't get drunk at nine in the morning, at least not over there. I've, I have evidence to the contrary, living here in Addis Ababa, but that's another story. All right. He says, these men are not drunk. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is the Holy Spirit. So today when I say the bar is open, I'm saying we're going to open everybody's heart to take a step into the things of the Spirit by faith. Some of you will get your bulldozer today. 
Some of you will be, by believing you will be filled with the Holy Spirit today. Hallelujah. So that when you leave here, you won't say, my goodness, what an amazing preaching. But you say, my goodness, what an amazing spirit. Yeah? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Whoever is thirsty. Whoever is thirsty. It's Jesus who said, whoever is thirsty. Uh, thirsty in the flesh means you, 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 need, you need to get a drink because your body needs to be hydrated. Thirsty in the spirit means, like the Samaritan woman, things are just not working out for you. Uh, you're going to man after man after man. You're working this deal and it's not working. The frustration is building. The lack of peace is building. The confusion is building. The depression is knocking on the door. Hallelujah. Don't leave today without getting your hit. Hallelujah. Even those of you who have been filled with the Holy Spirit, some of, some of the people who cause greatest problems are the ones who have already been with, filled with the Holy Spirit because like me, you're the expert. We, we all need a fresh touch because we need Him like we need the drink. Last week's drink was good for last week, but today is a new day. Hallelujah. Today is a new day. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.